We had our first Black Sunday of the 2018 college football season as Kansas fired its head coach and Minnesota fired its defensive coordinator. It's November 5th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. In the middle of his fourth season at Kansas, David Beatty has been fired as Jayhawks football coach. KU Athletics Director Jeff Long announced on Sunday. Though Beatty will stay on as head coach through the remainder of the football season. Joining us now with more is Scott Chasen of Fog.net. There's been an air of inevitability about this decision from the moment Jeff Long was hired as Athletics Director this summer. Scott, what have you gathered about why this move was finally made on November 4th? Yeah, it's really interesting because the the timing of this move, in a lot of ways, doesn't really make sense, especially considering the announcement that Beatty's going to coach out the season. Uh, we in the media got to speak with Jeff Long yesterday. He had a pretty candid 30-minute uh, or so Q&A session with the media, and he kind of addressed that topic because previously he was on record saying that he does not want to fire a coach in season, let alone a home coach in you know, pretty clear that he didn't think there was a benefit and that he would rather just make a move, you know, after, obviously, or uh, before a season rather than, you know, mixing things up in the middle. But the, the sense you get with him is because of especially the way things are going in recruiting um, that and a lot of the speculation around Beatty, kind of like you mentioned, that there were just some benefits to at least announcing the move, even if Beatty was going to kind of stay on um, as this head coach. I also think... You know, Jeff Long didn't say this, but the next game for KU is against Kansas State. And this is a Kansas State team that's tied with Kansas in record, uh, Big 12 in, you know, obviously in, in uh, out of Big 12 games. And this Kansas State team is not very good. And they're still, I think, an 11 or 12-point favorite over KU. But if David Beatty comes out and wins that game, now all of a sudden they get, you know, maybe a little bit trickier to, to kind of keep him around in Lawrence when he's got four wins instead of three. So I understand why Jeff Long uh, would want to make the move in that regard because I think everyone, pretty much everyone knows that the KU program is going to need to move on from Beatty eventually. And, uh, you know, the last thing Jeff Long wants to do is kind of get forced into extending a coach he doesn't believe in. Kansas does have only one player committed to the 2019 class, and we're just a month away from a uh, month and a half away from the December signing period. Does that amp up the pressure for Jeff Long to hire someone who's unattached right now who can go ahead and start recruiting recruiting while Beatty finishes out on the field? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I guess you could say the peak of the class, I think at a couple of points they've had two kids and then uh, obviously one decommitted and then another flip to Wisconsin and Clay Condiff, a, a good in-state talent. So, uh, yeah, I think that does turn it up a little bit. You know, there's been plenty of speculation that Long may be a little bit farther along in this coaching search than uh, maybe he would even lead on. You know, he talked about the, the crazy amount of interest he was hearing after he made the announcement. And it's just funny because, you know, he said that about four hours after the news was officially announced. So, yeah, I, I suppose it's possible on a Sunday a lot of coaches reached out to Kansas, or I think it's possible that a lot of coaches had previously, or, or a lot of good, you know, a group, however many, uh, had previously been in contact with either Long or, or just thought about, you know, what change could be made. Because the fact of the matter is this, you know, Jeff Long said he came at his final decision or he arrived at it uh Sunday morning when he woke up, this news was out well before then. And and quite frankly, you know, you could have broken this news after the first game of the season. Uh, when Key lost to Nickel State, you could have broken it. Like you said, when, you know, Jeff Long got hired, you could have broken it after the end of last year. 
uh, after a 1-11 season in which it became, it became very apparent that Beatty was not the long-term man for the job. So, yeah, I absolutely think the timeline is sped up uh, with everything. And just based off Jeff Long's track record, my guess is he's got a few, you know, a few names in mind that fit a very specific build of what he's looking for. He wants a guy, you know, a head coach with college head coaching experience. He's not going to rule out assistance. He's not going to rule out the NFL, but he wants someone proven. Uh, and he, he kind of made a number of statements as to what he's looking for. And he mentioned the word recruiting about a thousand times in that press conference. With Charlie Weiss and David Beatty, we've seen Kansas go in two pretty drastically different directions with its last two head coaching hires. Uh, do you have a feel for what the right type of coach is, if not necessarily a particular name, for what Kansas needs in this specific moment? Yeah, well, I, Jeff Warren mentioned one thing, which was energy. And uh, I think, you know, whenever you fire a coach, it just seems like a, a general rule of sports is the same athletic director who hires two coaches. The second one is usually the polar opposite uh, in terms of personality, in terms of uh, the way they run things. It's very rare that, you know, well, you could just tweak these five things or these three things and it'll be, you know, kind of the same, but we like this general philosophy. Very rare, at least in, in what you've seen in Kansas, going from, you know, the coaches like Turner Gill, which probably wise, Mark Mancino before Turner Gill, uh, and, and then obviously David Pitty. It's been a complete, you know, pendulum sw- uh, switch, I guess, or, or shift back and forth. So uh, I, I get the sense Jeff Long is going to want to hire someone who's energetic. Obviously, he can't speak to the age, uh, you know, because of, you know, the law in terms of hiring and what, what you can say. But my guess would be that. If unless there is a candidate that emerges uh, from a very specific tier of candidacy, you know, someone Jeff Long knows well and trusts and thinks is a very, very high-level coach with a track record of winning, my guess is they would at least look out uh, for somewhat younger candidates, but they're not going to hire, at least is my understanding and my impression based off who I've talked to. Uh, it does not seem like they're going to hire some, you know, up-and-coming, not really a power five experience type assistant and just kind of throw things out there. It really seems like they want someone who is established, uh, energetic, good track record of winning, you know, the name Les Miles has been thrown around this area, but you know, it wouldn't shock me to see him go any number of ways on, on a retread, even, you know, a guy like Brett Bielema, I'm not, you know, not saying he's been even linked to this job yet, but just the fact of the matter is he's going to want someone who's won. He's going to want someone with experience. And yeah, yeah, I do think he's going to want someone who can bring a little bit of energy back into the program because, you know, at the end of it, that's what you were kind of seeing in, in the crowd and the fans and everything. There's been a lot of apathy about the football team in Lawrence for a while. And I think that's what they'll want to correct. Is Kansas a place where maybe you just kind of punt on recruiting and try to go with a scheme-oriented hire, or do you think uh, recruiting needs to be a strong component of whoever gets hired? Well, I think Jeff Long thinks it needs to be a, a strong component, the recruiting aspect of it. You know, we've heard speculation in this area that, you know, a triple option coach might have you know, even been the finalist for, you know, the last time KU had the job. And there's been a lot of talk about should KU just, you know, go in the other direction, zig when everyone else is trying to zag. And especially in the Big 12 with all these, you know, high-powered, you know, pass-first offenses. And the fact of the matter is I, I do think you can win at Kansas. And when I say that, I don't mean, you know, eight, nine, ten games every year. But I think you, you can win sometimes. I, I think the key is, you know, you need a coach who's a lot sharper in terms of X's and O's and, and production and things. We have a, a story out on our site, Kansas.247sports.com, fog.net, 
uh, basically just going through the simple mishaps from press conferences and awkward moments that happened over the last four years where, you know, Beatty would come out and say, this will not happen again. We will not have a substitution penalty. Two plays into the next game, KU has a substitution penalty. It's, it, it was a lot of like little things like that that resulted in losses. And, you know, there is a sentiment that, well, hey, what did you want out of this guy? The Kansas job was such a terrible situation, whatever. Um, I, I would just suggest for people who kind of fall into that mindset to go back to his second year and look at games against TCU where Kansas missed three field goals in the, I believe, in the last three drives of the game and lost by one where Kansas led Iowa State by eight in the second half and led them into the fourth quarter and let that game get away, you can kind of see where even when the program was in this disaster state and probably the worst it's ever been, they should have been winning a lot, a lot more games than they did in his tenure. So I do think you can win uh, without you know completely going away from it and going to a schematic coach, and I think that extends to recruiting too. But I think you need the right staff in place, and I think you need someone with a lot of experience. All right, Scott Chasen covers Kansas football and basketball for Fog.net. You can find him on Twitter, at Chasen Scott. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. Minnesota head coach P.J. Fleck announced on Sunday that he parted ways with defensive coordinator Rob Smith following a loss to Illinois this weekend in which the Golden Gophers conceded 55 points. Here uh, for more on this situation is Ryan Burns of Gopher Illustrated. Ryan, uh, this was a move I'd seen a lot of Minnesota fans and media clamoring for. Why, Why did so many people want this move to happen and why did it ultimately come to pass? Well, you look at what Minnesota's defenses look like in Big Ten play, and frankly, it's been atrocious, and it's been unacceptable, especially two of the last three weeks. You look at teams like Nebraska and now Illinois just this past weekend being able to put up 50-plus points, 600-plus yards, 300-plus yards on the ground. We're talking about a team in Nebraska with that when they took on this Gopher team that hadn't won a game all season. And then you look at this Illinois team coming in off a three-game losing streak of which they had been outscored by 98 points and they come in getting their uh, defensive coordinator just fired themselves and Minnesota gives up a school record 430 rushing yards in one game to an Illinois team that hadn't been doing much if anything at all offensively so you look at Rob Smith and it had just been when he took over when PJ Fleck hired him in his first season Minnesota's defense in year one didn't look great whatsoever but you look at this defense it has nine upperclassmen playing on it right now that we've seen play well in previous seasons, including a young core of freshmen in 2016. That was a huge part of why Minnesota was able to go to the holiday bowl, shut out a Mike Leach offense to only 12 points, less than 250 yards. Yet here we are two years later and we haven't seen really any development from this go for linebacking core and from this go for defense. So PJ Fleck, in my opinion, makes the correct move and he parts way with Rob Smith. Defensive line coach Joe Rossi gets promoted with, from within to fill the vacancy. Do you think that will be the permanent choice, or will he look to go in a different direction, uh, P.J. Fleck, that is, in the long term? I think that ultimately P.J. Fleck's going to make an outside hire for this defensive coordinator position, but it only makes sense that Joe Rossi, who has defensive coordinator experience at different levels, including at Rutgers most recently in 2015, is the guy that gets a shot here the final three games. And I think if he's going to have a chance to take off this interim tag and become the defensive coordinator full-time, we're going to have to see some changes in personnel. We're going to have to see some changes in scheme because it's very clear that while PJ Fleck and Rob Smith are big Greg Schiano fans, 
his defensive style that he's trying to run here at Minnesota wasn't working. And Joe Rossi's got to figure out some schematic changes if Minnesota is going to keep him on full time. Minnesota started this season three and oh, but things have been a little bit bumpier once we've gotten into the teeth of the conference schedule uh, and now sit at four and five. What is the overall vibe about around the program about the job that PJ Fleck is doing to this point? Well, if you were to ask people up until last night, I think they'd be very frustrated with the way that PJ had not parted ways with Rob Smith. The big issue that Gopher fans have had is we haven't seen any change from that defense, whether it's personnel, whether it's schematics, or whether it was with the defensive staff. And if you continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, that is literally the definition of insanity. Now, PJ Fleck, this was his first true test as head coach at a big 10 institution was it's clear that the defensive scheme that Rob Smith was trying to employ, the players weren't picking up on it. The players weren't executing it. And that's how you get 430 yards from a university of Illinois team that, as I mentioned, had only won one game. And that was over Rutgers in September. So offensively, I don't think that folks have been as high on this offense that we've seen here in the last decade. Minnesota's putting up points. They're putting up yards. And they're doing it with nine plus underclassmen that have been starting for most of the season. Now, the question is going to be, how does PJ Fleck, or how is he able to hire someone to run this defense? Because it's very clear that PJ Fleck is recruiting well. Minnesota signed their best recruiting class in 2018 of the internet era in the last 18 years. Their 2019 class that they currently have committed is even better than that class. And the offense is on the upward swing. So the big test for P.J. Fleck is going to be how quickly can you get this defense to just become average? Because if Minnesota can get an average defense for the 2019 schedule that they have, for the likely progression we're going to see from an offense that's going to get another year older with more experience, that's going to be the true test is how quickly can P.J. Fleck find the right guy to run his defense and how quickly can they implement the needed changes there? All right, Ryan Burns is publisher of Gopher Illustrated. You can find him on Twitter at RyanBurnsMN. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. 24-7 Sports has now launched a weekly recruiting podcast called, well, the 24-7 Sports Recruiting Podcast. You can go find and subscribe to that podcast wherever you are currently listening to The Morning Blitz. Unlike the 24-7 Sports Recruiting Podcast, The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we will be back in your feed tomorrow morning with the biggest college football stories of the day wrapped up in a tidy 10-15 to minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.